The time is 9 o'clock. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Tuesday, December 12th. On today's show... We are kind of wanting to know what exactly happened in this space because... The university has just said that it's vandalism, which, as we know, can be interpreted in many ways. A space dedicated to the use of black man students was vandalized with racial slurs last week. And we take a look at the university's response and what some black students make of it. That's coming up right after some local news and information briefs. Salem Street will be closed today from Main Street to York Street due to work being done by Man Allison University on its sanitary system. The university says it expects the road to be closed most of the day with a possibility of it reopening in the afternoon. Access to the Dunn parking lot at the corner of Salem and York Street will remain open, according to the university. Tanchamar Council meets tonight at 7 p.m. for their final regular meeting of 2023, and the agenda is packed. There are four public presentations scheduled at the start of the meeting, and then Council will get onto its consent agenda, items that have already been discussed at a Committee of the Whole meeting. Those include appointments to the Climate Change Advisory Committee and a lease agreement for the Dorchester Library building. There are also reports with recommendations coming from staff, such as the awarding of a contract to build a new building to house the Zamboni for the Dorchester rink, and another contract to make improvements to the boards surrounding the rink. Treasurer Michael Beale will ask for council to approve transferring about $763,000 into the town's reserve fund, along with $365,000 transferring into the sewer and water utility reserve fund. Council will then be asked to decide whether it wants to remain responsible for the collection of blue bags, along with organics and landfill garbage, after the industry group Circular Materials takes over the recycling of paper and packaging waste in the province. There's also some bad news about the project to replace the Abateau that empties into the Tanchamar River. The Abateau is owned by the province, and in May, the province committed $2.4 million to replacing the 100-year-old gates that allow fresh water out without letting tidewater in. But the actual cost of the project turned out to be $3 million, and the province has refused to cover the difference, leaving Tanchamar Council to make a tough decision at their meeting tonight. Town engineer John Eppel outlined three choices. They can choose to spend $640,000 of the town's money to replace the province's abateau. They can look for a way to reduce the scope of the project to partially complete it this winter and possibly get provincial funding to finish it next year. Or they can drop the whole project and let the $2.4 million commitment from the province expire in the spring. Councillor Josh Gauguin will finally get to make two motions that he gave notice of back in November. Gauguin is asking council to direct staff to negotiate a land use agreement for the Trans-Canada Trail system that runs through Tanchamar and to pursue capital funding opportunities that could supplement a $1 million private donation towards a pedway to connect the trail where it's divided by the Trans-Canada Highway. Gauguin is also asking Council to take action on a request from the Sackville Farmers Market Board of Directors back in October to strike a committee to work towards a multi-purpose building that could serve as a home for the Sackville Farmers Market. Here's Market Board Vice Chair Anthony Madalena on October 10th. 
in order to be able to get to having a permanent location, we need the help from the town. We can't do it all on our own. We can't go out and apply for funding without having some sort of you know, piece of land, a structure that we use on a regular basis that's you know, in partnership with the town. We need stability in that sense. Um, there's funding out there. We have, you know, there's there's different um, sources that we could get, you know, hundreds of thousands from, from you know, or tens of that, or tens of thousands. Um, but none of that could be achieved without having that sort of stability. So we're here to really ask the town to commit 100% to developing a permanent structure somewhere in the downtown area of, of Sackville or Tantramar. Um, that will function as a permanent location for the Sackville Farmers Market. I'd love it if the council could consider striking a committee that would you know, involve the Sackville Farmers Market, some staff members, some council members to really put our heads together, meet on a regular basis and work on this project. I think we can have ourselves a permanent building in the next two to three years if we sit down, work together, pool our resources, and make this happen. And that's what we're really asking you to do and to consider. That's Anthony Maddalena talking to Council on October 10th. Councillor Josh Gauguin is expected to move that Council creates such a committee at their meeting tonight. And last on the agenda for tonight's Tantramar Council meeting, Councillors will be asked to elect their Deputy Mayor for 2024. Council meets at 7pm at Sackville Town Hall and the meeting will be live streamed. Someone vandalized the Black Resource and Information Centre at Mount Allison last Thursday night, leaving behind messaging which the university has called hate speech. Here's Mount Allison Vice President of Student Life, Anne Comfort, addressing the incident in a message on Instagram on Friday. Last night, our Black Resource and Information Centre, which is meant to be a safe space for our Black community, was the target of hate speech and vandalism. I am disheartened and outraged to say that this is one of a series of events that have occurred on our campus. The school has not shared further details about the nature of the incident on Thursday beyond calling it vandalism and hate speech. The incident took place Thursday night during or after an event to celebrate the last class of the semester called Sac Vegas, which takes place in the student center where the Black Resource and Information Centre is also located. In her message, Comfort went on to call for support for Mount Allison's Black community members. There is no place at Mount Allison for discrimination, for hate, or any forms of harassment. We are better than this. Mount Allison is better than this. I ask our community to come together in support of our Black students, faculty, and staff, and please support one another during this difficult time. In an email to students on Friday, University President Robert McKinnon said, there will be zero tolerance for acts of hate speech, discrimination, or harassment at the school, and that anyone found to have violated the school's anti-racism policy would face disciplinary action. The school also says it has contacted the RCMP to help investigate the incident. The school offered a counselling session on Friday afternoon, though the email to students announcing both the session and the incident went out after the session time started. The school also increased security on campus over the weekend. 
and on Monday, Mount A community members were invited to bring snacks and write messages of support in an effort to fill the Black Resource and Information Center with love and positivity. The reaction from the administration left the Mount Allison Black Student Union disappointed. The group issued a statement on Instagram saying that the school did not provide enough details about what actually occurred. Here's BSU President Beyonce Gibbons. We are kind of wanting to know what exactly happened in this space because the university has just said that it's vandalism, which as we know can be interpreted in many ways. That could be a poster being torn off the wall or the furniture being damaged, but that does not begin to describe what I have actually found out it to be. Um, I have heard that it's been racial slurs that have been written in the room, which is an entirely different thing that involves hate speech. And vandalism and hate speech does not begin to describe the emotions and negative connotations around what has actually occurred in the space. Gibbon says the BSU was also concerned about the move to increase security on campus. As we know, increased security is something that negatively impacts black communities, but also racialized communities in general, as it leads to over-policing of racialized bodies. Um, So I disagree that that is the response that should have been taken. Gibbon said while she welcomes an investigation into who might have perpetrated the vandalism, she is particularly concerned with an increase in campus security because she's heard complaints from black students about their treatment by security officers. I just think that increased security on on campus is actually ineffective because what happens is then there's security guards that are going into residences and placing blame on the people who are actually victims in this situation. Um, So that's when it becomes problematic. And especially with um, some of the past instances of racism racism from security on campus, um, it's very problematic that they're the ones who are going to be policing racialized bodies. Gibbons and other black students, staff and faculty have called a meeting with the university administration today to discuss their response to the incident. The main thing is just that they hold themselves accountable for the way they've addressed the situation and hopefully learn that increasing security and not being fully transparent is not helpful and people need to know the risk that they are faced with when going to campus. The Black Resource and Information Center is a new space on campus, having just opened this fall. The center is located in the Wallace McCain Student Center and offers a dedicated safe space for Black students to gather or study. That's it for Tanchamara Report for Tuesday, December 12th. CHMA News wants to hear from you about the stories you'd like to hear more about. Get in touch with us at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Christian Burke from Fredericton, New Brunswick, and you're listening to CHMA. And now the weather. Today, sunny. Wind west 30 kilometers an hour, gusting to 50, becoming southwest 20 this afternoon. High minus 1. Wind chill near minus 10. UV index 1 or low. Tonight, clear. Becoming partly cloudy overnight, wind southwest 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40. Low minus 4, with temperature rising to 0 by morning, 
Wind chill minus 10 this evening. Tomorrow, Wednesday, a mix of sun and cloud. 30% chance of flurries late in the afternoon. Wind southwest 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40, becoming northwest 20 in the afternoon. High plus 3, UV index 1 or low. Wednesday night, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, low minus 11. Thursday, a mix of sun and cloud, high minus 4. Thursday night, clear, low minus 9. Hey, this is JJ. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. And here's Brian Nielsen with your CHMA Sports Update. This is your CHMA Sports Update for Tuesday, December 12th, 2023. Last night there were four games in the NHL. The Buffalo Sabres beat the visiting Arizona Coyotes 5-2 in Buffalo. Toronto Maple Leafs lost in overtime in New York to the New York Islanders 4-3. Stars double up the Red Wings 6-3 in Dallas. And the Colorado Avalanche come back with three unanswered goals in the third period to beat the visiting Calgary Flames 6-5 out in Ball Arena in Denver. A whole slate of NBA games last night now that the in-season tournament is finished. Miami Heat 116 victory over the Charlotte Hornets. The Hornets only got 114. Pacers 131-123 over the Pistons. Orlando Magic win at home 104-94 over the visiting Cleveland Cavaliers. Philadelphia 76ers a boatload of points 146-101 beating the visiting Washington Wizards. Denver Chicken Nuggets, the 129-122 victory over the Atlanta Hawks on the road. Knicks beat the Raptors by 6, 136-130. Rockets passed the San Antonio Spurs in the Battle of Texas, 93-82. Dallas Mavericks with the 121-13 victory over the Memphis Grizzlies. The Milwaukee Bucks prevail against the Chicago Bulls in overtime, a 133-129 final there. New Orleans Pelicans, 121. The Minnesota Timberwolves, 107. So that's a good win for the Pelicans coming out of the in-season tournament. Oklahoma City Thunder with the 134-120 victory over the Utah Jazz. Kings beat the visiting Brooklyn Nets, 131-118. And lastly, the Los Angeles Clippers hold off the visiting Portland Trail Blazers, 132-127. Lastly, two unbelievable games in a Monday night football doubleheader. Firstly, the Tennessee Titans come back against the AFC East leading Miami Dolphins with a 28-27 point victory. And in East Rutherford, New Jersey... The talk of the New York football giants, Tommy DeVito. From 10 miles away, he lives at home with his parents. He led the New York Giants to the third straight win as an undrafted rookie quarterback, marching the team down the field to secure a walk-off field goal, 24-22 for the Giants, attempting to breathe some life into the Giants' playoffs. Hope... And do your eyes a favor, friends. Look up Sean 
Stellato, S-E-A-N-S-T-E-L-L-A-T-O, on the internet. He is Mr. DeVito's agent, and last night he was at MetLife Stadium, and it looked like he had just gotten off the set of The Sopranos. That is your <laughs> CHMA Sports Update. There you go. And that was Brian Nielsen with your sports update. Don't forget to tune in weekdays 8, 9, 12, and 5 for Brian's sports update. And, of course, listen to the morning show Mondays. Hi, I'm Adam, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9, the voice of the marshes. And thank you for that, Adam. Happy Tuesday, and welcome to the late morning show here on CHMA. You just heard from Brian with your sports update. And before that, your top-of-the-hour weather, courtesy of Onver. And before that, your Tantramar report, courtesy of Erica Butler. I'm your late morning host, JC, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Broadcasting live to all of you beautiful CHMA listeners from the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center. The time is 9.17, and how about a few local announcements before we get into some music? So, this Thursday, December 14th, the Bagtown Brewing Company is hosting a pop-up holiday night market. So you can head to the brewery at 45 Main Street from 5 to 8 p.m. to support local artists and artisans, hear some local music, and maybe check off some of your holiday shopping list. So once again, that's this Thursday at Bagtown Brewery from 5 to 8 p.m. All right, also on Thursday, the Tintamar Community concert band presents a musical celebration at the Brenton Auditorium at Mount Allison. Experience the musical magic at an evening of captivating melodies and vibrant performances. The performance starts at 7.30 p.m. and admission is by donation. Your support helps the Tintama Community Band, uh, formerly the Sackville Citizen Band, continue showcasing local musical talent. So, once again, that's at 7.30 on Thursday. So, if you are interested in heading over to Bagtown Brewery and supporting your local artists and artisans, you can do so. And then also head over to the Brunton Auditorium at 7.30 and check out the Teen Tomato Community Concert Band. All right. Let's keep this show rolling into some music, and I'll be back with a few more local announcements for some fun things going on this weekend. But up next, for your listening pleasure, here is Arturo Mark and Hector Molina with Nuestro Universo. Tu Se desmorona y yo pensando en las formas de hacerte sonreír No sé si a otras personas les pasa lo mismo que a mí El cielo se desmorona y yo pensando en las formas de verte feliz Y de una vez por todas veas la belleza que hay en ti Es que quiero que sientas la armonía de tu Sientas el placer 
de disfrutar bien las sutilezas y la pureza que siempre viva en tu cabeza y que tu mundo esté brillando siempre. siempre, siempre, siempre. Radio show that presents news, opinion, and analysis with a focus on Canadian media, current affairs, and politics. Tune in every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. for Canada Land on CHMA 106.9 FM, the voice of the marshes.
buildings they've stayed in the same spots where they've always been. The people remain as they couldn't dare follow their dreams. I walk 1,000 miles and I still Shelly, and you're listening to CHMA. Thank you for that, Shelly. Happy Tuesday, and welcome back to the Late Morning Show here on CHMA. You just heard the song Willow by Tova and VBNB. All right, I am your Late Morning host, JC, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, broadcasting live To all of you beautiful CHMA listeners from the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center, otherwise known as the Mount Allison Student Center, the time is 9.26, and I have a few more local announcements for you specifically pertaining to this weekend. So, on Saturday, everyone over here at CHMA uh, would like to invite you to a holiday playlist hangout. Specifically, do you want to delve ear first into holiday cheer? If so, why not stop by the CHMA headquarters on the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center this Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. for a holiday hangout. So you can come by and relax, request your favorite holiday song, or even bring your own supplies to wrap those few remaining holiday gifts. I know I will be bringing some wrapping paper and some gifts. I have quite a, quite a bit more than a few left to wrap. CHMA staff will also be available to give you a tour on Saturday, answer any questions you might have about radio, podcasting, or audio production. And as always, CHMA events are fun, free, and open to everyone. And I sincerely hope to see you there. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, on Sunday... Specifically on Sunday, tickets are now on sale for Perpetual Motion Dance Studios Christmas Demonstration and Troop Showcase. Uh, to see these dancer skills, you can head to Convocation Hall at Mount Allison for either the 1 p.m. or 6.30 p.m. performance this Sunday, December 17th. You can buy a ticket at the Dance Studio or at Tidewater Books in downtown Sackville. 
And if you have any questions or would like more information, you can email pmds at pmdance.com. That's pmds at pmdance.com. All right, and I have one more for you here. You can join others this solstice for a community lantern walk through the Waterfowl Park. Uh, the gathering will be at 5.45 p.m. on December 21st, which is not this Thursday coming up, but the following Thursday. Uh, and they will be gathering on Weldon Street behind the Salvation Army. So you can bring your own lanterns to share your light. How wholesome is that? And once again, that's at 5.45 p.m. a week from this Thursday. All right, that is enough from me. Let's get on back into some absolutely awesome tunes. So up next, for your ear entertainment, we have Fast Romantics with their song, Hold On, Let It Go. <laughs> 